You have to be strong, Azar. You can't let anyone take you if you don't want to give them their way. Nobody owns you. You're your own keeper. All right, so today I want to talk to you guys about um, five things I know now. I was reading over a blog a few days ago, and the title of the blog was Five Things I Know Now. And then I heard on the radio um, the topic of Five Things I Know Now. And it really got me thinking about some of the things that I know now that I wish I would have known a long time ago. As long as I can remember, I've always just wanted to love, um, wanted to be loved. And love always seemed to be like the center of my everything from very, very young. I had a boyfriend and I thought I was in love when I was 14. Mm, Well, maybe I was. I I think I was. But, you know, it wasn't a healthy kind of love. And, And then when I got to about 17 or 18 years old, I had another boyfriend and it still wasn't like, you know, anything that I saw in the movies. It wasn't a perfect kind of love. And it, and it hurt. You know, he did a lot of things to me that hurt me. So I kind of started getting into relationships and expecting certain things, like certain negative things, just, you know, in my own head, making excuses as to why this person was doing these things. When I got to be about, I want to say like 25, um, I got divorced from my son's father and things weren't great, but within about a year or so, things got much better and we became really, really great friends. And the one thing that I realized that looking back over our marriage was that there wasn't a time that I could ever say that he hurt me, which is why I think that it was okay for us to become such great friends. Um, I then went on to get into another relationship, was which was like totally crazy, very just wrong in every aspect of things. It was very painful um, and really traumatizing. So looking back now at 31... Some of the things that I know now that I wish I would have known then is that love just does not hurt. It doesn't hurt in any way, shape, or form. Hurt and love just cannot go hand in hand. If you're in a relationship or if you're in a situation and it hurts and you feel like, oh, but I love this person, you you aren't experiencing love. If this person is hurting you, whether it's physically, emotionally, verbally, that's not love. I don't care how you slice it. I don't care how you sugarcoat it. I don't care how many flowers. I don't care how many handbags. I don't care how many trips. It's not love, period. Um, Another thing that I wish I would have known then that I know now is your perception of me is just not my reality. Um, For a long time, I tried to take other people's perception of me and what they thought I would be, and I tried to become this person. I tried to live up to other people's standards and expectations and the pressure, you know, because everybody's standards and expectations of me is always so different than my own of myself. So the pressure of trying to be all of these things at one time and, you know, constantly reinventing myself, molding myself, changing myself you know, from one day to the next, it's really overwhelming. Um, It's not something that's even attainable. I don't know what I thought or why I thought that I could actually be all of these things to other people instead of first, you know, realizing who I was, being that person and accepting that person. Once I got to that point, I really just had to sit back and say, you know what, 
your perception of me is not my reality. And I don't have to take on your perception. All I have to do is just live in my own reality. Another thing that, um, you know, I find, you know, that I really wish that I would have known in my teenage years, um, in my early 20s, is that being unique and being myself, which is just very um, rare, you know, it's okay. I remember growing up always just seeing... um, the in crowd or, you know, the different groups of kids in school and just always feeling like I'm not them. I'm not like them. I don't fit into this group. And I kind of liked it on the inside. But people tried to make me feel bad for not fitting in or not being like them. But I really just like the fact that no one could label me or define me or place me into any of these boxes. I really got a sense of gratification for know- from knowing that Andrea is just her own person and I'm very unique and different. I like to see when young young people embrace that about themselves. It's something that I try to instill in my niece all the time. You know, I let her know that it's okay to be different. It's okay not to fit in. You know, really embrace that about yourself. Everybody else is taken. I think I saw a quote, like, be yourself, everyone else is taken. I really, really love that quote because it's like, why do you have to try to be like someone else? The hardest thing you can be is yourself. So just, I mean, you know, be that. It's okay. You want to try to mimic someone else and take the easy road. They're already doing fine by themselves. So, you know, embrace yourself, embrace your your uniqueness and just really be yourself. It's okay. Um, just speaking back to when I thought that I wanted to be everything for everyone. I got to a point where I had to, you know, like I said, stop being that, stop doing that. And what really helped me get to that point was understanding that there's two type of people, two types of people in this world. There are authentic people and then there are people who think that they're perfect. So, I had to ask myself, what did I really want to be? Did I want to be perfect or did I want to be real? And the bottom line was, I really just wanted to be a real person. I wanted to be myself. Um I wanted to be genuine. I wanted to be, you know, what I am, which is kind-hearted loving. I wanted to be all of those things. So I had to make that decision, you know, to be authentic rather than be perfect. Because let's just face it, nobody is perfect, you know, and perfect people aren't real. So, you know, I got to that point where I just was like, let's just stop trying to live up to the, you know, perception of what other people think. And let me just be real. The last thing that I kind of feel like really sticks out to me um, and I'm really just now coming to grips with. I used to be very high strung, so to speak, or uptight. And I used to panic a lot over little things that I really just could not control. Um, You know, that goes back to trying to be perfect. But I had to really realize that no matter what is going on right now, Life goes on, you know, unless the world is coming to an end right now, whatever issue, whatever situation or dilemma I'm going through, I will get over it. I will get through it and life will go on. 
you know, I kind of try to take that and apply it to almost every situation. You don't like me? Oh, well, life goes on. I don't like you? Oh, well, life goes on. I couldn't get this done? Oh, well, life goes on. You know, I didn't meet this deadline? All right, I'm not going to sit here and stress out and cry or ball up in the corner and die. Life is going to go on. I have to just get over it and move forward. You know, I really wish that I would have known this 10 years ago because it would have saved me a lot of heartache, a lot of stress, a lot of, you know, late nights of crying. I used to be so hard on myself that I would get stomach aches when I didn't do something, you know, to the exact T like I thought I should. I had, you know, anxiety all the time and panic attacks every day over the littlest things. And I'm just glad that I've gotten to the point where I feel like, I can take this model and apply it to my life in a lot of different ways. Life goes on. So remember, life experiences build strength. And life is truly a beautiful struggle. <laughs>